0: shooting, we pick the most difficult set ever. No mirrors in every direction. Love it. Welcome to Twilight. You're listening to Another Bite of Twilight, a podcast where we look back on our obsession with the Twilight saga and continue to freak out ten years later. We're back,
1: we're back, we're back. Hi guys, hi. Where have you been, Loka? Have you seen that? That's like a big uh, phrase. Like everyone's I quoting
0: that. Kind of. I really only. I have seen it a little bit, and then that time Caitlin sent it to us saying, mm. "When you haven't heard from Kelly in like, yeah, twenty-four hours or whatever." I don't know. <laughs> that's funny. It's a big meme. Where have you been, Mella? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've been here. I've been watching Twilight, actually. I know. I watched it the other day, and I was just as into it as ever before. Like, it was like I had I not watched it a hundred times previously.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys, Mella texted me, like, I love this movie. Sexylicious. <laughs> it cracked me up. It's um, just
1: unlike anything else.
0: It truly is. Mm-hmm. That's why we have this podcast. Yeah, you
1: know? truly. <laughs> well, so I watched it because we're going to Forks in less yeah. than two weeks. Actually, almost one week. I can't believe it. I can't... So we're going back for the second time, back to the Forever Twilight and Forks <laughs> Festival. Peter Fatsinelli will be the. Okay, I'm nervous about that.
0: I am too. Like, okay, last time... We met, you know, Alex Mraz, mm-hmm. and I was nervous about that, and mm-hmm. I'm so sorry, I forget his name right now, I'm, <laughs> I'm, forgetting. <laughs> I'm forgetting his name, too.
1: We met him. Yeah, I think Christopher. It's a, yeah, Christopher, hard last name to
0: say. Okay, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. But even I was nervous to meet them. Even
1: Eric Odom I was nervous to yeah. meet. Yeah.
0: I feel like we became kind of friends with Eric. I know.
1: Even the cosplayers, I was very nervous to meet.
0: Yeah. Oh, I was terrified of the cosplayers. Yeah, so... I was really starstruck. <laughs> to meet, meet Peter Fazzinelli? Peter that's going to be overwhelming.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But we'll have each other, and we'll have our little posse.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Dan and Amanda. <laughs> and I hope that we meet some of you guys, too. Yes. Um, and you will... You know, it can be hard. You'll see us. I mean, yeah, there'll be probably like a couple hundred people, but you'll probably find us. But we are having an event. Like, we are recording the show mm-hmm. at Forks Library. Yeah, Well, Forks High School Library. When is the date and time for that again?
1: It's It's actually um, Saturday, September 11th. So, it's in celebration 9/11. of May's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes <laughs> and it's it's during the like bazaar at the school so mm-hmm. if you're there to like look at all the different businesses and stuff and what people have to offer we'll be there too but in the library so it, it's not like a live show per se it's not like an audience thing but it's like casual like we want people to come and watch and uh we want people to just come on in and talk to us and join us
0: yeah you can be on the show
1: yeah, going to be super informal, like, just basically, like, talking to people, like, asking them about their Twilight experience, like, how they got into it. Mm-hmm. Um, might have some
0: cosplayers on the show.
1: Um, we'll definitely yeah. have Dan and Amanda
0: there, for some fan <laughs> <band>
1: favorites.
0: <laughs> yeah. We were going to do more of, like, a show show, you know?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But Mel and I... Honestly, I know we have a podcast, so it might surprise you, but we're kind of shy people, and mm. we just didn't really want to do that. Like, yeah. I don't, we don't even know how to do that technically with microphones and stuff. So, yeah. We asked Lissy, the woman who runs it, if there was like another option for us. <laughs> <laughs> and. This is what we came up with. <laughs> I think that's better, too, because
1: it's technology-wise, I don't know how to record a live show with, like, an audience and have it mm-hmm. sound good. Like, we yeah. still want it to be, like, somewhat quiet. Echo- um, I know. I feel like
0: it would be echoing. And what if the mic yeah. do that thing where it's, like, screeching? and <laughs> Yeah.
1: <laughs> we are not experts in mm-hmm. podcast technology, unfortunately. We need, like, a producer or something to do yeah. that
0: for us. <laughs> I feel like we, we're we just our own producers. Yeah. Who, who, I mean, okay, what does a producer even do on the more, like, DIY type of podcast? You know what I mean? Oh, I was actually
1: – somehow this came out the other day. I think they do things like upload it oh. and they, they might edit it. So I'm, I'm the producer. Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, like, they'll, like, do the artwork. Like, sometimes – podcast will have different art for different episodes oh yeah yeah, Uh, so they'll do stuff like that or like promote it (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) yeah i listen to like a travel podcast and they do that like as it plays the image will like change Mm -hmm. but i don't know i could probably figure it out if i wanted to but
1: podcast is a podcast first and foremost i
0: know right it's for
1: your ears
0: that's like when everyone was trying to get us to be youtubers basically it's like no yeah this is a podcast Mm mm-hmm it's for listening to when you're doing other things.
1: Exactly. I don't want you guys to have to watch us, too.
0: <laughs> Just one <I> sense. <laughs> so, yeah. September 11th. Mm-hmm. We'll be there. We hope we see you guys. Mm-hmm. And we have other news, right?
1: Wait. What?
0: Oh, yeah. Our Instagram is back. <laughs> we talked about this on our Patreon episode. And mm-hmm. I didn't realize we didn't tell the general audience, but our Instagram is back. Mm-hmm. If you are our enemy listening right now, the person that took us down, um, please don't get any ideas. Yeah. <laughs> but.
1: But also, like, back. fuck you. Like, that was so <laughs> annoying. So, but to everyone else. Thank you, because everyone was so nice and supportive and sweet, mm-hmm. and it just made it so much more bearable, and yeah. it's one of those things, it's like, we we still don't even know how we got it back this time, like, you just do I a know. ton of different methods and see if something works, and so we have no idea, like, what we did that helped, mm-hmm. uh, but it was, yeah, so so much better to have, like, the support of you guys.
0: Yeah, so many people messaged me on my personal one. I don't even know mm-hmm. how some people found it. And you know, because if the Twilight one's down, they can't find like tagged pictures, you know what I mean? Mhm. But a lot of people messaged me like, "Oh no, where's the Instagram?" And someone even made a review saying that, and I just appreciated it so much. Yeah. You guys are angels. Seriously, and I love you. what what can I say? The
1: podcast has really truly given me such a newfound appreciation for the twilight fandom because like Mm -hmm. 99% of people that we've interacted with have just been so kind so like just incredibly nice and compassionate and like also have such really deep interesting takes on different things and they're really funny too and it's just yeah i really don't think that people ever really gave the fandom the credit that it deserved for all the character That it has.
0: So, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, oh, we have, it was really emotional. Yeah. It was horrible, oh, we, actually. <laughs> yeah, it
1: was. It was terrible. I just had a headache for, like, two weeks. I cried several times. Mm-hmm. Me too. Me too. And then, because also, like, to whoever did that, like, you don't know what's going on in someone's life. Like, I, I was already really stressed out about other stuff. Mm-hmm. And then to be like, I have to, like, put all this energy and effort and worry into fixing this right now.
0: Yeah, into hopefully getting back this account. I yeah. I so like, bad. Like, Mel does most of our social media, like, 90% or whatever. And I don't know what the estimate would be. But I feel so bad, Mel, because you just put so much work into so many things. And for it to all get taken down, like, I just yeah. feel terrible. And we... The crazy thing is we still don't really know like what we can do to protect ourselves. Mm-hmm. So we archived all of our movie stills, but like, does that even do anything? Like I don't know. I don't even know. Instagram Let's is not so- test it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, I'm too scared to Yeah. Um Yeah. It sucks. So stay safe out there. Anyone? I know. <laughs> Anybody posting Twilight stuff? I don't know. I'm sure you're fine. Like, I think that people, I think, actually, I know that people just get reported by other individuals. It's not like yeah. robots or like AI that just like takes you down. It's like someone reports you. Mm-hmm. So, I think last time this happened, I don't know. Like, do you think that a ton of people were just left and right, like, reporting? <laughs> i wonder if it was like one
1: person one person one person on a rampage or something and just like reporting
0: any accounts that they knew of Mm
1: -hmm. that they followed
0: yeah but i was um talking to (sighs) it was so complicated sorry guys we're gonna get to the actual topic in a second but you know it's fandom related i guess Mm -hmm. yeah Um, i was like messaging this rep from Facebook, because, you know, Facebook owns Instagram, and it was nice that she acknowledged, she was like, we know that reporting can be abusive, too, yeah. and I know, I know it sounds so dramatic, but it does feel like, okay, abuse might seem like a dramatic word, but for it to just be taken away, yeah
1: you know, like, you can't get
0: it back, it yeah feels like and you're not even in control of your own work anymore, it's, you can't even prove that it's you, yeah. it's crazy. It's – and it sounds so trivial because it's,
1: like, we are podcast first and foremost. Like, we get yeah. so much fuel from, like, Instagram because it's how we can – like, for instance, in this episode, we're going to rely on a lot of messages and comments that we got from Instagram. And
0: yeah.
1: um also, it's the way we promote it and the way we, like, share statistics and whatnot. But – We are a podcast, first and foremost. Our, like, work wouldn't really necessarily stop, but I feel so bad for any people who rely on their Instagram for their small business, and it's a part of their livelihood. Like, we have day jobs, like, we don't do the podcast to make a living, but so many people do for small businesses, and if they can't get verified and someone goes and reports them, that's it. Like, they have to completely start over, and they probably invested money and time into their social Mm -hmm. media platforms, too, and it's, it's so terrible. I know.
0: I read a lot of articles, like, when I was researching this, about people who use their Instagram for their business, like, Mm. they literally would sell, like, a lot of vintage shop people or, like, I read some person that had, like, a lingerie business or whatever, like, were randomly taken down and couldn't get it back no matter what they tried, and some people even, like, went as far to sue Instagram. Oh, my God. And I was like, oh, I wish we could have done that, too, but (laughs) 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 it's probably, like, so much money. Yeah, and I,
1: I'm sure Instagram has like all the best lawyers. Yeah, and they
0: would be like, "Well, you're posting pictures from Twilight." Yeah, yeah. And then we would be like, "Oh shoot, you're right. Okay, yeah." <laughs> but I guess if it happens again, they can't make that argument. Hmm. Anyway, we're back. That's all to say, and mm-hmm. we love you guys. We love you guys.
1: And we got episodes episode to get to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this episode we're so excited about. We're covering Twilight around the world. Around the world. Because Twilight is not just all one thing to one country. It is yeah. an international. Don't you forget it. It's an international <laughs> phenomenon. International
0: phenomenon.
1: And it will stay that way for all of time.
0: Mm-hmm. Took the world by storm. Mm-hmm. To Le Monde. So <laughs> we're gonna
1: talk about what Twilight is like in different countries and a lot of this input you guys gave us, because uh, we're fortunate that we have listeners from all over the world, which is so cool. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: let's yeah. get into it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where to start. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at like where our listeners are mainly from. And it's crazy, like, there's actually some of you guys from everywhere. I think, Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe not literally every country, but there was at least one person from seemingly every country. Yeah. So many, it's nuts. Um, The top ones are obviously, like, English speaking, like, that's expected. Well, actually, Mm -hmm. top ones are Canada, UK, Australia. Then Germany, then the Netherlands, then yeah. Ireland. I would have thought Ireland would be ahead of Germany and the Netherlands. Yeah. So I'm surprised. Then Sweden, then the United Arab Emirates, then Finland, Ooh. Malaysia, Denmark, Norway, New Zealand, Brazil. And then it goes on, but those were like the top yeah. ones. <laughs> it's
1: so cool. Also, apparently we were the number one podcast for television and movies in Indonesia of twenty twenty. I know. <laughs> I don't know that for sure. We got an email about it. But I know. <laughs> shout out to Indonesia. We love you guys so much.
0: We do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked. You. I'm honestly I shocked.
1: I don't know what Why? we did deserve that.
0: <laughs> I wondered if, like, that's because it was on just one certain app or something. Like, maybe people in Indonesia use other podcast <laughs> platforms. Oh, maybe. Or,
1: um, maybe they use different apps. And
0: the- <laughs> I don't know.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: But, okay. there's like a little teeny bit about the Twilight Saga around the world in the guide, but Mm -hmm. not enough. So we really expanded on that. But do you think Mm -hmm. we should just touch on that first? Or should we go like country by... I don't know. Maybe we should just do that and then go country by country. Yeah, I think so. Oh my gosh. I feel like we're at Epcot or something. We're just like traveling the world in one day. Like... A drink around the world. Wait, wait, I have a book that I also want to get. Let me grab it. Okay, so for this episode, we're going to have a bunch of different sources. I'm going to just read some random facts that I... We have, like, a little word doc we're working out of, but Mm. I read that the books debuted at the top in... Yes, of course, like, the U.S., but also in Britain, France, Spain, Italy, and Ireland, Mm. and that each Twilight film accounted for half the box office receipts in Thailand, South Korea, Singapore, Philippines, and Hong Kong. So, I guess the movies did well there. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, but I think you, like, I was just looking through, like, things you added. And maybe it was China? Nah, we'll get to it when we get to it. I was going to say that, like, it seemed like it didn't get as popular until Eclipse. there. Yeah, well,
1: e- Eclipse the book, actually. Oh,
0: the book. Okay. okay. So,
1: yeah... I guess I'll just, like, cover that now. So, in China, um, Twilight and New Moon were still out. And they were big, like, in the States and, like, English-speaking countries, it seems. But Mm -hmm. they hadn't really hit um, Asia yet. So, I have this quote here from um, Chen Young, who's an editor of the Twilight series at um, the Jayali Publishing House, which is in China. Mm -hmm. and it's like where they got the translation rights and she said although the first two books were bestsellers in north america they hadn't received much attention from chinese publishers given the cultural differences meanwhile the reception was not very great in asian countries and regions such as japan south korea and the islands of taiwan the sales were just average which exasperated publishers concerns however um after eclipse came out the book sold 1500 copies worldwide like day of um which is
0: fifty thousand.
1: yeah which is a lot for just one day for book sales um so after that there was stiff competition from chinese competitors to retain the rights to the book um and later uh the books and movies ended up becoming a huge hit in china but it's just it took a while for them to really uh blow up it's funny though because i didn't even realize that twilight was that big until like 2008 itself like Mm -hmm. it was still pretty huge in 2005 and 2006
0: i know i feel i mean i guess we were young so we have that excuse Mm -hmm. but yeah i feel so lame that i didn't even know about it until 2008 did any of you guys read twilight in
1: 2005 or like before 2008 I'm sure somebody did. Yeah, let us know.
0: It's crazy like I literally didn't even know it existed.
1: No, me neither.
0: Actually, that's not t- totally true cuz I do remember seeing a clip at the bookstore. Um, oh, really? Yeah, because I was like a huge Harry Potter fan, you know, and mm. I was like so pissed off that this book with like a ribbon had mm, yeah. taken <laughs> over <laughs> had taken over the Harry Potter books. I remember seeing it at Borders, because they used to do a thing where they would, like, line up the top 25 books that mm-hmm. were selling, like, in order. Yeah. And I remember Eclipse was number one, and I was like, what the heck is that? Um, <laughs> but I didn't know what it was. Yeah. And then later on, I remembered, and then put it together, and I was like, oh, that's what that red ribbon thing <laughs> was. <laughs> That's what that was. <laughs> A book about
1: ribbon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, hmm. So apparently um, 13 publishers bought the rights, the translation rights to Twilight, more than six months before it even published. I Whoa. think because it was previewed at That's the crazy. Bologna uh, Fair, which is like an international fair they have for publishers every year in Italy um, where they get to preview books and stuff like that. But since then, there have been over thirty translations so far, um, and actually, I'm gonna, if it's okay, I'm gonna read a clip from this book I have. Um, there's an article called Twilight Translated, and it's by Kim Allen Geed.
0: Do it. It's pretty
1: interesting. It was talking about just like the power of translation, um, especially when it comes to literature.
0: Ooh. So read it. No. Says, read it.
1: So she talks about, like, what is translation, and then she says, "...in the same way that Twilight screenwriter and director are forced to make potentially unpopular decisions so that the novel would fit into a new medium, translators of the work into different languages also need to make difficult decisions so that the novel will be both linguistically and culturally acceptable and appropriate." Studying a translation side-by-side with the original can teach bilingual readers a great deal not only about how a translator has interpreted and adapted the novel for a new audience, but also about the spaces between the languages and the cultures and how translation attempts to bridge the gap. Translation obviously allows for the expansion of an audience of a text, but it also expands the text itself, giving the text a type of afterlife. Translation also results in subtle but significant changes to suit the taste and expectations of the target audience. Translation can reveal a great deal, not only about the text itself, but also about the culture for which it has been adapted. Um, And then she also says... To the uninformed, translation might seem like a simple linguistic puzzle to be solved or a mathematical equation in which a word in one language precisely equals one in another. But it is obviously much more than that. Translation requires not only a native fluency in the language into which one translates Mm -hmm. the target language, and as near a native fluency as possible in the language from which one translates the source language, but also a very sensitive understanding of both the source and the target culture. From there, a series of difficult decisions must be made. How do I adapt the book to make it acceptable and appropriate for the target audience? What will a reader expect from a novel of this type? What do I need to change in order to localize this text and help it fit into the target culture? Should I leave all the foreign elements in place and add footnotes so that my target readers, will understand those elements, or do I localize some elements and leave others? What is the best approach to translating this text? Clearly, this is not only a linguistic exercise, but a complex task that requires a great deal of cultural understanding and insight. Wow. Which is something I never really truly thought about before, that you're not just, you don't just have to understand both languages and be bilingual and can just translate one word from another, but you literally have to totally understand the cultural implications because otherwise it wouldn't really be a hit in other countries yeah if you just kept it as is
0: it's true it's so interesting you got to be a really smart person to mm-hmm. <laughs> pull that yeah. off I think especially like extremely long books I mean the toilet the books are pretty long you know yeah um and to think through all of that as you're going it's yeah it's not just like how do we literally translate it it's like well, how do we actually make this make sense cuz some mm-hmm. things don't translate and sometimes things are kind of lost when you literally translate, you know? Yeah. And you might need to find a different way to say it or I don't know. Yeah. It's and crazy. it but it's really
1: interesting because some elements are changed for cultural reasons. It mm-hmm. is like the book does have these different lives. Like it's 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 yeah. the same story but it's a little bit different. Like the characters kind of change in different translations.
0: Yeah. I was just thinking, (laughs) I mean, I've read, like, foreign books I could talk about, but when you were reading that, it was reminding me of, um, do you remember, like, at church, (laughs) (laughs) at the Catholic Church, like, I can't remember how old I was, but at some point they changed the translation to things. Like, it used to be, you would say, like... And also with you. Yeah. And then at one point it changed. They said that it was like a more accurate translation to say, and with your spirit. Yeah. Like, that was that's so an different. adjustment. Yeah. Yeah. But and also with you. And with your spirit. And I mean, with your spirit. Yeah, yeah. it kind of does mean the same thing, but also with you is like way less I don't know, like a spiritual or yeah. like specific. It's like more casual. Yeah. I don't know. And I know we're going to talk about the French one, but like I did read the French one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I talked about it in one of our early episodes. It's, I read it like when we first started the podcast and I know we're going to get into more detail. But I do remember like I'm not even a good, great French speaker or reader, but mm-hmm. I was like reading it alongside the normal one because I wanted to improve my French. And I remember a lot of times thinking like, oh, that doesn't really mean the same thing. Like, yeah. I did think some things were kind of lost in translation, as they say, and it was really interesting to see, like, there were footnotes in some things, like, I know we're going to touch on it, but I remember one being, like, explaining that 17-year-olds can drive yeah. in the United States, because it wouldn't be the same in France, and they might be like, what the heck? <laughs> I don't
1: know. What is she doing? Yeah, it's like...
0: <laughs> it's fascinating.
1: I wish that you're the one who read this article because there's a lot of French in it and I don't know how to pronounce anything. But it's it's such I'll an interesting you. article. Um, as I said, it's called Twilight Translated. It's by Kim Allen Geed. Mm-hmm. And she talks about how the translation from in the French version isn't very, like, you know, there's differences from the English version and things do kind of get lost in translation. And so that was a little bit controversial. There's actually a website called... Luke you don't know how to translate oh my because God. the translator is name's Luke Norway Rigor- uh Rigoureux, I think. Yeah, and so people have kind of been on his case up. about that. It's actually in French. It's called Luke tu oh. ne sais pas okay. <laughs> I
0: don't know Luc, if that's right. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But so, yeah, so the first thing that is different about the French version is that the names are different. So, Twilight is, I don't know how to say it in French.
0: Fascination.
1: Yes. And New Moon is...
0: Tentation.
1: Yep. Which means temptation. <laughs> and Eclipse is...
0: Hesitation. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> which obviously means hesitation. And Breaking Dawn is...
0: Revelation.
1: Yep, which obviously means revelation. So you literally have fascination, temptation, hesitation, and revelation.
0: Revelation.
1: (laughs) And a lot of people harp on this because they wish that it just was the French translation of Twilight. Mm -hmm. um, Which I think is, if I'm not mistaken, it might be similar or the same as the Spanish and Portuguese word for Twilight. Which is uh, let me Google it. I the
0: f- <laughs> Spanish one was like crep solo.
1: Oh, okay, is that not it in French?
0: No, yeah, the Spanish well, one is crep. Oh, su- I don't know fulo? what the French word is for twilight. Let's see. See, guys, I'm not. I'm not fluent. It's I the same, was... or
1: it's crepsule. Okay. And in, and in Spanish it's crepe solo. or crepusolo. <laughs> But the reason that they didn't change that is because the word twilight in French crepescule. apparently. Sorry. It doesn't. <laughs> wait, what are you saying? I said crepescule. Yeah, crepescule. <laughs> is that Italian or does. That's
0: the French. French,
1: okay. Yeah, guys, I'm not a linguistic, so uh, I can pretty much only speak English. So this episode Don't might be worry tough. About it. <laughs> but. Um, The reason for being is because I guess the word twilight in French doesn't have a double meaning the way it does in English. Like, you wouldn't Mm. say in French, like, the twilight of someone's life. You would really only say twilight to mean the time of day. Mm -hmm. So Luke opted instead to follow the emotional progression of Bella and Edward's relationship in a more literal sense Mm -hmm. of... Because, like, that's basically what the Twilight covers are trying to do, but in a symbolic way using the celestial themes... But yeah, just thought he'd be a little bit more liberal. It seems.
0: I I don't mind the French titles. Like I think they're kind of cool. I think mm-hmm. it's interesting to me, and like I own my fascination, and it's cool to me. But um, I kind of feel like okay, yeah, "Twilight of Your Life" is maybe not like a French phrase, but couldn't someone just kind of imp- apply, apply it that if they wanted yeah. to? Like, yeah, like because Edward says like twilight it's like the safest time of day for us whatever Mm -hmm. they have that whole conversation about the stars whatever and couldn't just put that meaning onto it yeah i feel like it doesn't need to be like an
1: idiom for people to give it a metaphor
0: yeah because also like in twilight the book uh i don't know isn't twilight of your life kind of like when you're older or something? hmm Yeah. So what? <laughs> I don't even know if that phrase comes to mind. No, I don't think so either. I don't know.
1: What's interesting is that the French version of New Moon translates to Temptation. Mm-hmm. And the Finnish translation, or the Finnish title of Twilight, the first book, oh. is... Okay, I don't know if I'm saying this right. Any Finnish listeners, but it's Kukkatas. Hoc- Hukatas. Let me Google the pronunciation.
0: But that also translates to temptation.
1: Yeah, so it's both books. I mean, it kind of makes sense because the cover that Stephanie Meyer chose is meant to symbolize, you know, being tempted by the forbidden fruit. Mm-hmm. So
0: I feel like there isn't much temptation in New Moon.
1: Yeah, wait, you're right. I almost feel like there's more hesitation in New Moon.
0: Yeah, wait, why wasn't Eclipse temptation and New Moon was hesitation? Yeah. Unless she's like, because you could argue, like, she, what is she tempted by? Tempted to be with Jacob? Because I feel like she actually isn't.
1: Maybe tempted to rebel? Maybe. But, the, okay, so he, he did this because he wanted to follow on Bella and Edward's relationship. So okay. Temptation, I don't think, really fits there for Belle and Edward.
0: Hmm. I think it
1: just sounds similar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It should be Depression. <laughs>
0: depression.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one would buy that. <laughs> um, so another difference, though, in the French version is uh, in Twilight, you know, the, the English version... Charlie often calls Bella Bells as a nickname,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: this, you know, it seems like a simple thing, but it does kind of represent Charlie as a character, how, first of all, it's a term of endearment, so it shows that he's close with Bella enough to give her a nickname, and it also shows that he's kind of a man of few words, so he's shortening it down, even though, I guess, the yeah. same number of letters. <laughs> However, in French, I guess that didn't really translate, Um, So he only ever calls her Bella because the nickname Mm. doesn't – wouldn't really do as well over there, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. If any French people are like, "Uh, no, I call people (laughs) bells, but just wouldn't have worked. Um, I guess he could have – the writer of the article I read says he could have said Belle instead. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Yeah, but – I don't know the translator opted.
0: Maybe that would seem because that means like beautiful, so maybe that mm. would seem a little too much.
1: Yeah, like
0: Charlie's saying, because bells is like almost a little rougher or like informal, you know? Bell's, yeah, like, Bell is like oh my beautiful daughter, like yeah. That's I don't know, true. it's kind of different. That's true,
1: although Bella does mean beautiful too.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the translator, as Kelly said, also provided footnotes about. Big cultural differences, Kelly said, like driving under the age of 18, but also about Thanksgiving or metal detectors in schools, mm-hmm. just to get the cultural context.
0: By the way, my school didn't have metal detectors. No,
1: mine didn't either.
0: Not all American schools have that. We didn't have like a cop either. I know, I think we you're did scared, have a cop. But,
1: yeah. Yeah. We had like an armed police officer. It really
0: depends where you live. Mm hmm. Just wanted to throw that out there for any French listeners.
1: yeah (laughs) I'd be weirded out too I mean well Bella is too when she goes to Forks and there's no metal detectors (laughs) yeah Um, so another difference as well or just I think this is more of a cultural difference so you know obviously in different language there's different ways to address people in the second person and that there's an informal and a formal you Mm -hmm. and Gied, um, the writer of this article, argues that Edward probably should have used the formal version of you in French in order to demonstrate that he is more refined and old-fashioned. Mm-hmm. However, the translator opted to have him mostly use the infor- informal version, maybe so he would seem like a more relatable teenager. But at times, because it's you know the informal version, it makes him seem more relaxed and less, like, classy than he is in the English version, because, of course, in the English version, he speaks in a really refined manner, and it does Mm -hmm. separate him from his peers a little bit more. Although he does use the formal version when he speaks to Charlie or Mrs. Banter. And then, meanwhile, Carlisle, like, uses the formal version when uh, speaking to Bella in the hospital. And I don't know if he Mm -hmm. uses that throughout, but...
0: Well, that's good. (laughs) It's just
1: something small that, like, gives you know, uh, a deeper meaning to the
0: characters. You know what I just realized thinking about this French translation is what is Midnight Sun called? Oh, yeah. I'm trying to Google it, and I can't figure it out. Yeah. (laughs) I don't even know how to. Midnight Sun. Has it been translated yet? Doesn't it take longer? Oh, yeah, maybe.
1: Translated in French. Yeah, see, I'm just getting the literal translation of the word. Let's oh, I think see. it's called Midnight Sun.
0: What? That's crazy.
1: Maybe not.
0: Anyone in France, that's let us soon. know. Yeah, all I'm seeing is Midnight Sun 2. Hmm. But that wouldn't it make sense. Why wouldn't right. they at least change it to the I French know. translation? Maybe it's not ready yet. That, oh, that's weird, though. Midnight Sun. Yeah, what? I feel like as a French fan, I would be like, the heck, this doesn't match. What's life and death? I don't know.
1: Probably just life and death in French. Um, So also, another difference is, um, so you know how Bella often says that Edward is godlike in Twilight? So the translator in the French version instead chose to Name specific gods, so she'll often compare him to the Greek gods of Adonis or Apollo, and that's an interesting choice because, yeah, so that's interesting because the you know author of this title says French listeners wouldn't necessarily resonate any differently with the Greek gods than a different audience, Um, but it does have a small impact on it. That makes Bella seem a little bit more bookish. Um, I don't know, like godlike is just more basic. and yeah. Easy to say. So this guy
0: Luke was just like, let's make her a little smarter.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> That's so interesting.
1: Um, yeah, there's also difference other differences for how their characters come across. So in Twilight, you know, Bella says to Edward in the cafeteria, so in oh wait, no, this is different, actually. Let me get to this later. Um <laughs> sorry, cut that out. Okay. <laughs> so Edward comes off more dominant, intimidating in the French version. Uh, For example, when Belle says it's not too late to change how she feels about him in the English version, Edward responds, never say that. But in Mm -hmm. the French version, he responds and says, tais toi. Yeah, tais toi, meaning be quiet or shut up, which is obviously, like, more aggressive. (laughs) Yeah. Um... Another example would be in English. Edward says Bella should tell Charlie that they were going to Seattle together and says "to it's to give me some small incentive to bring you back. But in the French ber- version, he basically says to give me a good reason to bring you back alive, <laughs> which is just a little bit more graphic and scary.
0: Yeah, it just seems a little bit like he doesn't want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, alive. like, I feel like, like
0: adding the alive in there is, like, ooh.
1: Yeah, like, I might bring you back dead, but. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and then also, when Bella asks Alice about uh, what the process to be a vampire is like, in the English version, she said, Edward doesn't want me to tell you. But mm-hmm. in the French version, Alice says, Edward has forbidden me from telling you. Ooh. Which also makes him sound a lot more <laughs> dominant and controlling. Yeah. Heck, yeah, but then it's also different. So Bella is a little bit more, uh, not dominant but sure of herself Mm -hmm. in the French version as well. So when Edward says, Maybe I'm the bad guy in English, Bella asks, You're dangerous, with Mm a question mark. But in the French version, she basically asks, You or she basically says, You are dangerous, no question mark, Mm. which kind of makes her come across as more. Like, yeah, like, more self-assured, like, she's aware of the situation, like, she gets it. It's not taking yeah. her as long to catch up.
0: <laughs> she's just like, you're dangerous.
1: Yeah. Weird. Instead of, wait, you're dangerous?
0: <laughs> that makes Bella seem a little slow. Mm-hmm.
1: Another example would be in English, Bella thinks... Okay, so after Bella is talking to Jessica, the, or when she's talking to Jessica in the cafeteria, and she makes a note about... Edward's poor driving. Mm-hmm. In English, Bella th- thinks, I hope he heard that. But in the French version, she basically says, take that, Edward. <laughs> uh, which is a little bit more snarky and flirty. Yeah. Um, and when Bella spies, or Edward spies on Bella in the gym class, um, in English, she says, you're unbelievable. But in French, she says, how do you say that? Should to detest. Yeah, which basically means I hate you or I loathe you. So overall, she's just, like, more... Yeah, I hate you. Well, yeah. <laughs> that
0: is meaner. That's kind of great. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she's less timid, basically. hmm But it's also interesting, so, you know, as this author said, one of the questions that you have with translation is, how much do you localize the story? And this author definitely wanted it to you know, still be an American story that takes place in the United States. Yeah. So when Bella says, so in English, are we friends now? In the French version, they change that to good English. Mm. Um, So they want to, you know, make it clear that they are still speaking English, even though this is translated into French. Mm. Um, So basically just not to, you know, take it away from the United States.
0: Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, So interesting.
1: yeah, I wanted to read just basically a little bit Do it about what the author said. She said, It seems clear that although many see the novels as a romance, the French translator made a clear attempt to highlight the horror aspect as well as discussed above in the emphasis of the vampiric element. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Even the romance holds eerie renaissan- renaissances, um, returning to the scene in which... Edward and Bella first speak with each other. She asks him how he knew her name. He tells her, surely, that everybody knows her name and that the whole town has been waiting for you to arrive. The French underscores this, and Edward shares... Okay, guys, bear with me. (laughs) To attest? To attest? And to undo? Okay, I'm not even going to try. Basically, you've been as anticipated as a messiah, you know. (laughs) Rigoro's words seem... Word choice seems to predict the eventual relationship between these two individuals and how Mm. they save each other, both literally and figuratively, almost supernaturally. One final example in which the French expands upon the English and reinforces the theme of danger in the first kiss scene. Edward tenderly cautions Bella to be very still, and we hear her think in response, as if I wasn't already frozen. Mm -hmm. In French, after Edward speaks, Bella thinks... Basically, translated to English, no danger, I was petrified. Hmm. Vigoro's use of the word petrified here has a perfect double um, meaning. Petrified means both terribly frightened as well as frozen in place. And certainly Bella experiences these two simultaneously. So basically, like the French version, it's like more haunting. But also Mm. the characters' traits of being like... Like, Bella is, like, sure of the danger more, and Edward is a little bit more scary, so, like, it, like, draws more into the horror aspects, which is interesting, because it's, like, is that more going to resonate better with the French audience? Hmm. Je sais pas. (laughs) (laughs) But that's everything I had for France.
0: Yeah. I think, like, some things seemed cooler to me, like, the... Mm -hmm. Greek gods comparison, for instance, like, Adonis, yeah. Apollo, like, that's cool. I think
1: Bella would think that,
0: Yeah, actually. Um, but I do remember, like, thinking when I read it that I was like, geez, do they not have as many words as in English? Because I think mm-hmm. it was, like, murmured. I can't remember what the other words were. Like, <laughs> I think the French mur- <laughs> word is, like, murmured or something very similar. But, um, and, like, growled and grumbled and, like, all these words like that. I mm-hmm. feel like, I can't remember, but I feel like there were just less versions of them. Like, mm. it felt a little more repetitive, if that makes sense. But I can't remember what they were anymore because it was like 2018 when I read it. But that, I wonder if that's just an editorial decision
1: of like, oh, you know, we don't really like that yeah. that they use murmur so often. Let's just say said.
0: I know. I don't know. I think it was still a word like that, but there was like mm-hmm. a little less variation. Yeah. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's interesting because it's, like, how true to the author's intentions do they want to be or, like, how how much freedom do they have to stray?
0: (laughs) People will always say, like, oh, you know, like, Russian literature, you need to read it in Russian or else you basically aren't getting it, like, whatever. Mm -hmm. It's tough, probably, but I think you still get the gist of it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And also just looking at the guide right now, since we're on France... Looks like the covers were basically the same as the US ones, but like more zoomed in. Mm-hmm. Obviously the titles are different, but like the hands of the apple, like it's way zoomed in mm-hmm. on that. And like the flower, really zoomed in. And the ribbon. I wonder why. To, yeah, I don't know. Just wanted to change it up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. So next On the docket, (laughs) we have Japan. (laughs) Shout
1: out, Japan.
0: Yeah, I don't know if anyone is listening from Japan. (laughs) Um, So, we have this book that we got when we went to the Forever Twilight and Forks Festival. Actually, we got it there. Mm -hmm. We met the author. And I've referenced it before. It's called Fan Phenomena, the Twilight Saga. Mm -hmm. Well, edited by Lorena Aker. And it's like a bunch of different essays in one book and there's a whole section about like twilight in east asia i just gotta find it <laughs> um mm-hmm. page 98 open your books to page 98 <laughs> <laughs> but i have a different edition <laughs> well i told you to get this edition yeah. it in the still it was deeper <laughs> here <laughs> <laughs> So, this is very interesting. Apparently, the Japanese version was split into 13 versions. 13 volumes, I mean. Oh, wow. Yeah. And they had original manga artwork or manga. I never know how to say it. I used to be into it when I was in middle school, and I said manga, but I've heard people say manga. Mm. Um, you know what? Yeah, I'm I thought just, it was manga. I'm going to say manga... Mm -hmm. um i know i might be wrong but i'm just gonna say manga so yeah it was split into 13 like smaller volumes like much thinner and had manga artwork although i think i read later that there was a regular like non-manga japanese version that does have the apple on the cover too Mm -hmm. but there were these versions with the illustrations and um because there's so many you know like they really changed the titles, too. Like, for instance, Breaking Dawn was called, translated, Guardian Deity of Dawn. Ooh. And one is The One I Love is a Vampire, Mm. Blood Tastes Like Sadness. Oh, I love that. (laughs) Vampire (laughs) Family in the Darkness. (laughs) Um... Are the version like some of the? Names. It's almost like a series,
1: like I. Of course, it's a series, but like like a television series or like a limited series that you could read.
0: Yeah, and you know, thirteen that was kind of a lot. And I think these covers, mm. like, they look so different from. Oh, the adorable! Just rang. <laughs> <laughs> they look so different from the American ones. You know, with like actual drawings of Edward mm-hmm. and Bella, and apparently those like went on to mean a lot to people mm. and. This article says, in addition to the manga artwork and the title changes, there's further evidence that the manga representation of the characters is connected to a wider East Asian trend in female fandom that emphasizes beautiful boys. Mm, the Japanese term that. bishonan, beautiful boy, is a trope that is an especially strong feature not only in Japanese manga but also television dramas and pop stars. The bishonan has been a long-standing feature of traditional East Asian culture with Cam Lewis locating its origins in both Chinese Beijing opera and Japanese Kabuki theater in his 2012 article, Popular Culture and Masculinity Ideals in East Asia. Throughout the Japanese serialization of the Twilight Saga, we are similarly similarly presented with reoccurring images that encourage attention on the male form, particularly those of Edward and Jacob, thus utilizing a local East Asian art form that is laced throughout the text to play on fantasies about ideal men. Much has been written on the topic of East Asian girls' manga, which is created and consumed in a response to female agency, desire, and passion, often in the context of the beautiful boy phenomenon. Mm. So the person that wrote this article, Simon Turner, um, I guess pulled a sample of fans... From Japan, Korea, China, Thailand, Malaysia, Vietnam. And they said things like, I know that in Japan they have the version with the manga inside, but it's all in Japanese. I bought to Mm -hmm. add it to my collection because even though I can't read it, I like the pictures and it's fun to add what I have to. um, Anyway, the artwork is great. I like to look at my beautiful Edward. (laughs) Is there artwork... In the story, too, or just artwork on the cover? I think there is in the story, Mm -hmm. yeah, because now I see some pictures here. Um, There's a picture of like Edward emerging from the water, I think. Ooh, I love that. There's a picture of Jacob in both human and wolf form. Um. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I would actually love to own that. That'd be so cool. Yeah.
0: But it's like, it's different because I feel like I, I mean, I did really like manga when I was younger, but I don't. Mm -hmm. I guess I'm not, like, indoctrinated or whatever. Like, I don't get super turned on by (laughs) manga pictures. But I think it's kind of a thing. It's, like... Yeah. The beautiful boy, the images, like... The way the men look, specifically in the drawings, is, like, its own thing. It's, like, beyond Mm -hmm. the movies and even just the text. It's, like, the pictures are a big deal to people, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, the... There's one quote from a fan that said, in one instance, a fan mentioned her preference for the manga depictions of the characters over those in the film adaptation, stating that she's totally in love with Jacob in wolf form. He's such a handsome wolf. I hope the wolves in a new movie would look like this.
1: (laughs) Has it been animated?
0: I don't think it has. Because that'd be pretty cool. And then, of course, so I guess like the artist Young Kim who did the Japanese version later did the graphic novel. Oh, okay. That's um, r- awesome. I think that the artwork looks a little different, but yeah. yeah same artist.
1: Um, it seems like Edward's like fully a redhead on these yeah. covers.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I underlined this, so I guess I'll read it. (laughs) I guess I thought it was important. I said since... No, I didn't say. I underlined. Since the 1970s onward, the beautiful boy has become a strong feature of Japanese popular culture and crucially a key character in a genre known as boy's love. This genre, developed in Japan, is written by and for women using homoerotic narratives between men. Um, It has since spread throughout East Asia. Cam Lewis writes that male characters in boys love, sometimes described in Japanese media as girly men with their lean frames, sharp, pointed facial features, and large eyes have Mm. become extremely popular among female fans of a wide range of manga and anime series. And the author just goes on to say that, like, basically Twilight was, like, the perfect formula for this, mm-hmm. like, already existing yeah. market, because, like, Edward is, like, tall and lean and beautiful, yeah like, you know what I mean? Um,
1: and so much of the story is Bella just talking about how beautiful he is. Yeah,
0: so it was just perfect, basically,
1: for, yeah for that.
0: Oh, yeah, it's here in the guide. I think it has all the titles. Whom I Loved Was a Vampire, Blood is a Taste of Sorrow, Vampire Family in Darkness, And then the New Moon books are Tusk Speaks Sweetly, Moon of Wolf, Hmm. Grief of Falling Angel. And then the Eclipse ones are Red Mark, Give Me a Cold Kiss, and Time of Monsters. I'm sure the translations are, like, not the same. Um, Mm -hmm. And then the Breaking Dawn ones are Bride of Vampire, Garden Deity of Dawn, Immortal Child, and then Embracing Forever. I like that. Bella has very dark hair. Yeah, she does. I was just
1: noting that. Alice, I saw a um, depiction of Alice in it, and she looks so cool.
0: Oh, really?
1: Oh, my God. Emmett looks really cool. Really? Yeah, he looks so hot. He's, like, very, very tall. Almost looks like he has a ponytail slicked back.
0: How did you find this?
1: I just Googled, like, the Twilight manga in Japan. Okay. Wait. I don't know if this is actually from the book or if someone just drew it themselves. It matches the book, though.
0: Yeah, I think it is from the book. Wow, so cool. Oh, I see it now. Oh my god! Okay, gosh. wait.
1: Jacob does look really hot. <laughs> oh this
0: is like my god! like a totally different
1: experience. Yeah, like I feel like that would like maybe alter your perception of it. Okay. Jacob, <laughs> I
0: see you. Oh, man. Oh, I see it now. <gasps> I see one page that has like... All three of them.
1: Man. Yeah, I think I'm looking at the same one. Oh, Renezme's cute. <laughs> oh my god, I just realized something what? when I was watching Twilight. What? Bella in Twilight says before she obviously before she sees the clone, she says, What if they don't like me? I wonder oh my if god. Renesmee right. saying that in Breaking Dawn was a call to the first movie. What if
0: they don't like me?
1: I, I think, think it was. It, it must cause have been. It's, it, it's when Bella says that Renesmee is going to meet all these extended vampires, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so, and that is in Twilight. Bella says that when she's told that she's going to meet vampires who she doesn't know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe we. Know I wonder that if what that, that was together. deliberate.
1: Why did they? I hope in? so. I hope there was some symmetry there. I wonder if there's any other replicated lines that I never thought about before. Mm. All right, should we move on to a different country? Yeah. All right, let's get Oh, let's try to get like a drink at every country. So, like, <laughs> Germany, like we're in Epcot. Ooh.
0: What What would the drink be? A Heineken? <laughs> Is that German? Oh no, that's um that's the Netherlands. Oh,
1: pff, you're right. German drinks. Obviously, well, it's just a
0: beer, you know. Yeah,
1: German beer <laughs> would be a... Pilsner? A Bex is the most popular uh, German beer. Oh, wait, isn't, um... A Whip beer? Is Budweiser German? Okay, look at th- the how little knowledge... German. Yeah. Is Budweiser German?
0: Well, it's American, but... Oh. It's a German adjective Mm. i think a lot of the beer we drink is like german style
1: maybe let's not get a drink around the world
0: (laughs) (laughs) because i am so ignorant i think a like wit beer like w-i-t-b-i-e-r i Mm -hmm. I see that sometimes at like breweries okay that's what we're drinking right now (laughs) german beer Germany
1: <laughs> in Germany. so we have a lot of German listeners so we love you guys I have actually I've been I've been to Germany once I've been Gel. to Berlin for about three days so I, I know the area <laughs> just kidding knows <laughs> her way around Berlin you know <laughs> I went to a huge flea market in Berlin so if anyone has been to a big I think it was a annual thing so if anyone's been to an annual flea market there
0: that's so cool maybe we saw each other. I really want um, to go to Bavaria. That's like one of my dream mm, trips. Yeah. I have to say like Berlin, it
1: was super nice, but it, it was like, I went with a big group of people and it's, it's awful to travel with a big group of people. It is. It is. Well, it's awful. <laughs> I, I didn't have an awful time, but.
0: That's like when I went to Amsterdam, like I, I had an amazing time, but I just wasn't with people I felt that close to or, like, that comfortable with. So, yeah, kind of bummer. My favorite part yeah. was probably when I – I know it, so, it sounds so antisocial of me, but they actually went to the Heineken Museum. That's why I remembered this. and Or the Heineken Brewery tour thing. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know. It just didn't seem worth it to me because I wasn't, like, that into Heineken. So, yeah. I just said, like, see you later, and I just walked around by myself, and it was really fun. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, I mean, because it's like you're there for, like, who knows when you're ever going to be back, yeah. so you want to do your own thing. It sucks to, like, have to, like, yeah, uh, collaborate with people.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Anyway. Anyways, Jacqueline Kay from Munich said about her experience being a Twilight fan in Germany that the New Moon fan event... Um, was in November 2009 with Rob, Kristen Taylor, and the director. Um, it took place in the Munich Olympic Hall, and it was such an incredible, cool experience. I actually remember this. I think I saw a video of it. Um, mm. 15,500 teenagers, including Jacqueline, were waiting the whole afternoon <laughs> to see them for a short interview on stage. That's so many people. I know. Uh, the screaming You're was insane, out. and nowadays I feel a bit sorry for the actors, especially Rob, um, or especially after Rob mentioned the event as the, as a bizarre experience, even though he messed up the number, but just concerning the volume, it could have been 40,000 people, <laughs> which is crazy. I oh my know.
0: God. That's oh my such gosh.
1: a unforgettable experience. So I, I wish I went to something like that.
0: Mm-hmm. I feel like we've heard of, heard from German listeners a lot. So yeah, it's cool. Um, I think we've mentioned her on the show before. Borbola, mm-hmm. our reader, said... I think we maybe talked about this, but I'll just bring it up again. Um, said, maybe one of your German listeners has already pointed this out, but as a little fun fact, it seems that in the German end credits of The Breaking Down Part 2, they misspelled Emmett's name. Mm-hmm. I only noticed this now re-watching BD2 on Netflix, and I couldn't believe my eyes. I don't know how that type of hype happened, but here's a screenshot as proof. So... In the, you know, the end credits on Breaking Down Part 2 are, like, a big deal. It's, like, everyone's yeah. shining moment, and it says, Emmert. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay, yeah. I actually think that might have happened in all versions. I don't oh, know if it was just
1: German. I'm not sure, but that is so funny. Like, can you imagine that was, like, screened at premieres? Yeah. Like, <laughs> people saw it, and not one person was like, wait, his name is spelled wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes typos just live on and on and on, and no one ever
0: catches them. I know. (laughs) Like, actually, I'm sure some of you guys noticed this. It was all too fitting. I didn't notice. Our last episode, I think, I know I spelled it right originally. Our episode Mm -hmm. title was like reading our embarrassing Twilight diaries now i always struggle with the word embarrassing so like i'm very aware of how to spell it because i always get it wrong you know what i mean but i think Mm -hmm. like originally i had a a different title and i think when i was like changing it something with like edit undo or you know something Mm. weird like that the episode went up for literally 24 hours (laughs) as embarrassing
1: (laughs) that's embarrassing and we didn't
0: have our instagram at the time so like we didn't get any messages from people really being like i listened to it i loved it or anything (laughs) so i was so embarrassed like wow (laughs) it's spelled wrong and like no one liked it and (laughs) this is horrible but it's funny it was that word was spelled wrong because it is embarrassing
1: yeah that's funny (laughs) I, I often find when I am working on something and I make a last-minute change, that is always when I introduce a typo. Mm-hmm. Like, whenever I'm, like, last-minute, know. Know, oh, let me swap out this word. That's when I completely mess things up. Oh,
0: I know. I guess I got to be more careful. Mm.
1: I'm, I'm the queen of typos. <laughs> Honestly, I don't think people notice all too often. Mm-hmm. I don't really notice typos and other things. I do remember one time, was it with you? We were reading a magazine and it said, um, it was like OK Magazine or something, and it meant to say Kristen and Robert, but instead it said Kristen and Stuart. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Kristen and Stuart. And I, I was just laughing forever, like, I can't believe
1: they'd write that.
0: <laughs> you can kind of picture it, though. It's like someone who hasn't had their coffee yet, and it's like, yeah. Robert, Stewart. It's kind of similar.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Kristen and Stuart might be getting (laughs) engaged
0: in the summer. (laughs) Kristen and Stuart. Oh, my God. Anyway, back to our German Uh, listeners. mm -hmm. Do you want to read this one? Yeah, sure. Um, So our listener Tara
1: said, so I just got into Twilight about a month ago and I don't exactly know why I never read the books before because I actually read a lot and Twilight was a big deal in Germany too just in case you are wondering but I guess I was too young to be part of the fandom then now I read all the books and watch the movies and I almost went crazy because none of my friends wanted to talk to me about it so you guys really saved me thank you so much and then she goes on to say <laughs> so I've just been watching some clips from the movie oh in I thought you were going to read the
0: slide oh no <laughs> She's <laughs> <Just> complimented us. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: um so then she went on to say so I've just been watching some clips from the movies in German and OMG the voices are so weird I usually don't like um synchronizations but this is really bad if you compare it to the original I guess people who only watch the German version wouldn't mind but originally Kristen and Rob both have these unique voices they mm-hmm. half whisper all the time and Kristen's voice is very deep sometimes Rob's I can't even describe but it just has a special tone hope you know what I mean but in German they sound like every character in every movie ever idk it's just disappointing to me that is so interesting
0: mm-hmm. that like
1: the, even the tone of the voice could really have an impact yeah she also says also the title of the book is completely different in germany someone was really creative at that so i'm going to try to explain this pun so the german word for bite is bis referring to the vampires obviously and the word for until is biz both words are pronounced the same. Okay, so like Bliss without the L. Okay, so bis. Mm-hmm. So the title of the first book is bis Zum Grum. and it could be read as Until Dawn or as Bite Till Dawn or Bite At Dawn. I have no idea why they changed Twilight to Dawn, but okay. Okay, so that's <laughs> interesting. So it almost sounds like Breaking Dawn. Yeah. So they kept the same pun for the rest of the series. So New Moon is bis. Zur mid-agustunde? Mid-agustunde? Very difficult. I don't know how to speak German. Which basically means noon. Um, So it makes Interesting. sense since Bella has to rescue Edward t- at noon. That makes sense. Oh. Um, a clip is bis dum appendrat, which is like afterglow, and Breaking Ooh. Dawn is zum Okay, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but so. that basically means the end of the night. Wow. Um, she said, I actually had to look up the titles because I just can't remember them with their completely different meaning. Oh, so I wonder if she means look up the titles in, in the English version.
0: Oh, yeah,
1: maybe. She also later said, I just want to update you on my research on Twilight in Germany. I l- looked through the books in German and watch some parts of the movies again, but there's actually not much to say. Um, I can't believe I forgot to mention, though, Jacob's German (laughs) voice last time, like Edward and Bella, he sounds actually normal, not really grown up, but a lot less less annoying than Taylor Lautner. Sorry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, dot, dot, dot. And then she says, they didn't change any of the names, so there's nothing interesting there, but one particular thing that struck me reading... The German book was how small words make a big difference when picturing the characters. For example, mm. German doesn't have a perfectly fitting translation for the word chuckle, so when the text says Edward chuckled, it was translated to Edward kickert, which translating back to English would actually mean Edward giggled snickered. Exactly mm. the same thing happened to Carlyle. Could you imagine Carlyle snickering or giggling? That just <laughs> makes the character sound so weird. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. And then yeah, in the guide there are pictures of the German book covers. Or you could Google it. And they're really pretty, but like so different. It's like a picture of I guess Bella, like a woman. And mm. has kind of like a artsy Baroque kind of look to it. <laughs> I don't know. That's cool. It's way different. Mm-hmm next we have well so
1: next would be Brazil because I already I had just one note about the the Finnish book title yeah um but unfortunately I don't know too much else about let the me stories see if in Finnish anything
0: about Finland in the guide let me just look real quick no
1: <laughs> dramatic <laughs> Okay, Brazil. I just want to say one quick thing before we get too into this. Okay. Um, I just had this realization. I think I left my glasses at a restaurant tonight. (gasps) So I'm like, I'm a little bit anxious. Oh, no. I'm going to power through, but it's like one of those things I can't get it off my mind. Oh, my gosh. I think it should be okay. Hopefully, I'll be able to call. Yeah, I bet. Because I'm just realizing I wore my glasses there, but I took them off at one point.
0: Hmm, hopefully I'll find them. I bet you will. I have faith. All right. <laughs> oh, <warm> anyway.
1: <laughs>
0: Brazil, yes, Brazil. Brazil. Everybody knows that Brazil is just known for being, like, the biggest fans of everything. Of everything.
1: Anything at all. <laughs> come to Brazil. <laughs> you Yeah, you always will see fans <laughs> online being like, come to Brazil, come <laughs> to Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> or I saw a girl on... Um, Uh, TikTok, who, like, said that she did a DNA test, and she found out that she was Portuguese. Yeah. And, like, she doesn't, she's not even, like, connected to that, like, side of her family or anything, but, uh, all the comments were people from Brazil being like, oh, you're Portuguese, like, we speak Portuguese, like, it was just so lovely. Yeah. Which, speaking of, we, we are Portuguese, so we should go to Brazil. Mm -hmm. Anyway,
0: (laughs) we got... Some messages from you awesome Brazilians, just read a couple. Um. Danny said, Hi, girls. I'm Danny and I'm from Brazil, the land of most Twilight fans. Haha. Ha. <laughs> it's funny how she knows that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't really have a question. I just really wanted to say thank you for your work and how much it means to me. I didn't really have friends that like Twilight's. Oh, so I grew up with my love for the saga kind of alone. Discovering the podcast made me feel part of a community that's so loving and caring. Now, at my 20s, I feel free to talk about it without fearing people's reaction and also made some friends who also love it anyway i'm very grateful for such a welcoming and comfortable environment you do create a faithful listener and part of the team edward troop you guys are incredible much love from brazil thank you thanks (laughs) danny we also
1: got a response um from carolina and she said i'm from brazil and love slash find it very interesting stephanie's obsession with us lol in New Moon, Edward is in Brazil when he calls Bella. <laughs> their honeymoon, of course. And then the immortal child that they used to convince everyone is also from here. Like why us? I know. Which is yeah, it's there's three
0: different
1: references to Brazil in the story that are pretty significant.
0: Yeah, it's almost like Twilight, yes, it takes place in the Pacific Northwest. But yeah. also Brazil. <laughs> yeah. That's like the other location. Yeah. Um, my hypothesis for this honestly is like the statue of Jesus. Mhm. <laughs> In Rio. That's like my guess for why. <laughs> I could yeah. be wrong, but I could be way off. Maybe Stephanie has other reasons she likes Brazil. I don't know. Well,
1: but- I also
0: think like I mean maybe that's
1: why she chose like the the honeymoon being there and then so I think that maybe the other two references are in connection either as a plot device or Mm -hmm. just, like, logistically to Brazil, that, like, of course Edward would go to Brazil because they, like, have spent time there before, so he's familiar with the area.
0: they have property there, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah, not that he stays on Isle Esme. Can you imagine if he, like, (laughs) secluded himself in paradise? I know.
0: (laughs) He's (laughs) (laughs) just alone
1: on an island but it said he's like in a decrepit apartment mm-hmm. i think in rio and then i think that gosh do you think that the the immortal child is like supposed to be connected to the housekeeper how she supposedly had legends like about yeah. that like how she gave so. edward the like advice
0: i think so yeah I know. I don't know why she chose Brazil, but it's, it's cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice, though, because I, I do think, even though, like Danny said, that she didn't have many friends into it lately. <gasps> Fitz. Um, I do think Brazil has such a huge fan base, so it's kind of cool that it's part of the book's. Yeah, I know.
1: Yeah, I. I hope you guys from Brazil all enjoy that. There's Italy too, I guess. Yeah, yeah. We'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> uh so one listener from Lithuania said the fandom was smaller than the haters' group. Oh, oh, and this is Gab, Gabby. That's sad. Or Gabisa. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> More haters in Lithuania than lovers. <laughs> But that makes the
1: Lithuanian uh, fans, like, even that much stronger. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So, Russia. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I didn't hear from any Russian listeners. I don't know know if we have any Russian listeners. I could look, but it's definitely not the top of the list. But I was just, like, reading the Wikipedia, literally, like, this wasn't a deep dive or anything. But I found that in 2019, the Russian figure skater... Aliona Kastornaya, I'm not sure how mm-hmm. to pronounce that, um, used the Twilight soundtracks, New Moon, the Meadow, like the classical song, Eyes on Fire, and Supermassive Black Hole for her program. Oh my program. god. It's cool. I love that. So, was that in the Olympics? I'm not sure. That's but, so cool. But you know, figure cool. skating is big in Russia. Mm. And then in the guy that has some of the Russian book covers, and they're like trippy. They are really interesting. Russian. <laughs> I don't have the guide on me. That's okay. So I guess they kept the same translations oh, yeah. for the titles. But like Twilight, I mean, it's not too crazy. But there's like a girl. She has blue eyes. That's not very accurate. But and then there's trees over her. And then the new moon cover, there's like a girl with her eyes closed. And above her is a flower in flames or something. And then there's the winter trees again. It's all, like, winter tree branches on all of them. Mm. And then the eclipse one is, like, a girl lying down with her mouth open. It's, like, very seductive looking. And then there's a wolf. <laughs> and there's a eclipse. And there's trees. A lot's going on. And then the... Okay, the trippy one really is pregnant. <laughs> because, I'm sorry, I don't mean to be laughing, but... It's kind of funny. There's a girl, and she's blindfolded. <laughs> That's crazy. And she has, like, her hands raised up as if she's feeling her way around and there's there's like a goblet with i think a drop of blood in it
1: (laughs) that's a little misleading
0: (laughs) i know and then there's the winter trees over it of course um Mm. yeah (laughs) it's really funny to me (laughs) that's pretty misleading I I like these covers. Like I think it would be cool to own some of these, mm. even if I don't speak the language. <laughs> um, they're just interesting. They're they're pretty beautiful. Yeah. So next we have a message from a listener in Portugal. Mm. Do you want to read that Mel? Sure.
1: This is from Joanna. She said, "I was eleven when I knew about Twilight." And here we only got the movies and some merch from Claire's. I was really young when I discovered it, which was around Eclipse in 2010. So maybe I didn't see a bunch of stuff before then there were some posters in team magazines in the books there were differences between twilight and midnight sun you know all the efforts stephanie meyer made for the scenes to be made in the two books dialogue yes in portuguese it's just not the same dialogue <laughs> i wanted to read the two books at the same time and i couldn't because a lot of it was different oh that's no so way. interesting that's a little disappointing
0: yeah it's <laughs> <That's> upsetting <laughs>
1: next up is the netherlands so here we'll get a heideken yes yes (laughs) um but i don't really know all too much except in the netherlands version of it there's an apple in the cover
0: with a heart in the apple right oh sorry yeah of course (laughs) of course there's an apple a heart in the apple just an apple no hands (laughs) no hands hands. (laughs) yeah that's cool it's cute. Yeah, I wonder if they actually carved that and like had a photo shoot for it. Yeah, how did they do that, or was it just Photoshop? I don't know. Next is Denmark. Um, I think you added this note melt broken into two. Is it like versions, like two, uh, two two um books,
1: okay. the Twilight. So I guess it was. They considered it too long in 2005. I don't know if it's been updated since, but originally when they published it, according to Publishers Weekly, it, the 500-something page count was just too much for one book, so they mm. split it.
0: I wonder if the second like, installment had a different title. Yeah, I was wondering that too, but I couldn't figure it out. Hmm. Oh, it's actually here in the guide. Oh, perfect. Denmark looks like... Okay, I don't know how to pronounce Danish things. I'm so sorry. It's like... Tasmorke? Tasmorke? I don't know. But it's basically like Twilight Volume 1 and Twilight Volume 2. And the covers are cool. They're, it's like a mm-hmm. girl looking at you and there's trees and... I don't know. But but the two covers are very similar. It's just like the first one has kind of like a yellowish tone and the mm. second one is like bluish. Yeah. Okay, so it's just following. I wonder one, where they break two. it off.
1: I like wonder, what part
0: maybe chapter thirteen. Yeah, that might <laughs> make sense. Although I feel like that's not enough
1: of a story. That's true. At once. But I guess maybe people just buy the two versions together.
0: Yeah. It's gotta be like the first part must end around like finding out who's a vampire or something, right? Yeah, I'd imagine. I that's so interesting. Yeah. Um, so I found this on some website called Amino Apps. <laughs> I'm not sure what it mm-hmm. is. And the person that wrote this, their username was Silence. <laughs> so mm-hmm. shout out Silence, but <laughs> um oh wait, this is this is for the Netherlands, actually not Denmark. Oops. Um <laughs> so Silence said I'm Dutch. So the books sometimes have different names. This is what they're called. Twilight has the original name in the Netherlands, and I'm quite happy with that because Twilight translates to scheming, and that just sounds really bad. Mm. New Moon does have another name in Dutch, and that is New New Man literally means new moon, and I don't mind this translation because it rolls off the tongue easily. Eclipse has a slightly different title, and that is Eclipse doesn't have the E in the name because Mm. of the pronunciation. If the E was in the title eclipse, we would pronounce the E too. It's like eclipsy. Mm. Eclipse, by the way, literally translates to eclipse. And then they said Breaking Dawn is weird in Dutch because in Dutch it has the morgen morgen rude, which literally translates to tomorrow red. I have no idea why they changed the name of Breaking Dawn so drastically and I have mixed feelings about it, but I think morgen is fine. It's fine.
1: Yeah, so what is the, what is it in Dutch? What? Like, so she says they change it drastically. So,
0: oh, oh is tomorrow it Tomorrow red. red? Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. <laughs> hmm. It's kind of, I guess you could say, alludes to Dawn, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting.
1: <laughs> that is interesting. It looks like the cover is different, too, right?
0: Probably, I'm not seeing it in the guide for the I Netherlands. Just saw it.
1: Yeah. Sucks. Oh, the Netherlands. Oh, that one also has a heart, right? Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like we, it. Yeah. Yeah, you read that, and then we went to Denmark, and then I realized that that was for the Netherlands. But, mm. Oh, yeah.
1: okay, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Does
0: Denmark have a different cover? I don't know. Let me see if it's here. I, hate, I hope we don't sound too ignorant. I know. Okay, have you seen uh,
1: Norway's cover? No. I don't really have anything to say about Norway, but it's almost like it has like candy on it. Really? Yeah, it's like three hearts. I it doesn't love look Norway. great. Let me it, see. To be honest, it doesn't look good. Let me Sorry, see. Norway.
0: <laughs> I love Norway because I read. I mean, I watched the show Scam. Mm-hmm. And weirdly, when I was little, I used to tell people I was Norwegian. I don't know why. <laughs> that's weird. And so I've just always had this like, I know, I got it wrong. I think it's like that my dad's. My dad's. Oh, so you was weren't like, lying. He was Swedish, mm. not Norwegian. I got it wrong. But yeah. Oh, I see it. Yeah, that's so odd. It's like little candy hearts.
1: Yeah, it's not the best.
0: Why? Why is that the cover? Is it candy? It
1: looks like candy to me. It
0: looks like candy like to me. It's like parts
1: with sugar on it.
0: What do I google to see this better? Like
1: I just tried it <laughs> and I couldn't see. It. It's so hard to google things for some reason. I know. Like Twilight Saga Norway cover. Like it just won't show up. Cuz
0: I think that um like on a Norwegian website they wouldn't even be calling it that probably, you know. Yeah. They wouldn't say uh, so Norway. So I guess
1: it's called in in Norwegian, it's called Invitens Keys Okay, I'm gonna Guys, I'm so sorry I'm probably butchering every single pronunciation (laughs) That I've tried to say I can't even pronounce things in
0: English We love you, Mel We love you, (laughs) Don't hurt me (laughs) Don't hurt her
1: Okay, yeah So I think it literally translates to Twilight Cool but couldn't find anything else. Norway. Oh, it looks like they also have a version with the apple in the hands. Oh. So I don't know which one's more prevalent in Norway, actually.
0: Hmm.
1: Let us know. The, yeah. <laughs> Let us know Norway, listeners. Um. All right. So where are we going to go to next? Okay, so India. I really, really wanted to find something about how... Story may differ in India. Unfortunately, I found nothing, absolutely nothing. And I think it partially comes down to we do not know clearly how to like research these things (laughs) because just typing in like Twilight India version translation, just nothing really comes up. But I'm sure there's different like translations as well. The way the French version differed, yeah, in numerous ways. I'm sure it does in India and you know, every other country, so I would love to know. But yeah. we did get a listen, uh, a message from our listener, Sheen, who said, Hi, I'm from India, and I was born in 2005, so I really don't know what wow. the craze was like, but my mom did see all the movies with my dad, and she really liked Twilight, and that's how I got into it. So people definitely were into it, I suppose.
0: Wow. Literally, Born so. the Year came out. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. <laughs> the book. It's So, so Twilight...
1: Weird. And her have never existed without each other. Isn't
0: that sweet? (laughs) That is sweet. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I would like to know more. It's tough. Like, I think when you search things in English, Mm -hmm. you're really only going to get the English results. Yeah, exactly. It's tough to get, you know. Yeah. (sighs) But that's cool to hear. Austria. We heard from Abby Fall Mm -hmm. said, I live in Austria and Twilight was really big here as well. People would bring their Twilight books to school, talk about the movies. It was all over the magazines, etc. When I wanted to get the first Twilight book from the library in 2009, the librarian told me I had to sign up for a waiting list because so many people wanted to read it. Then last year, (laughs) just before Christmas, a large bookstore was selling the Twilight DVD box set right next to Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter box set, so I guess a Twilight Renaissance is a thing here as well. About the book titles in German, on one hand, I like this play on words, but in my opinion, it's kind of funny because Bella doesn't get bitten until the last book, so I'm not sure the whole bite at dawn, noon, sunrise, etc. makes complete sense, but nevertheless, it was a creative idea. Mm.
1: (laughs) So yeah, that speaks to like the... German book covers that we talked about earlier. Mm -hmm. In a way, she gets, uh, like, emotionally bitten. (laughs)
0: Like you in your diary last episode. Yeah. Bitten by the twilight fever. (laughs) Vampires, oh no, wizards are over. (laughs) (laughs) Say goodbye to (laughs) twitches.
1: Harry Potter. Halloween town. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye, Halloween Town. Twilight. (laughs) Twilight is here. As if they're like competitors in any way. I know. Goodbye, Wizards of Waverly Place. (laughs) Goodbye. You're over. Twilight is here. (laughs) Yeah. That makes sense. Well she is bitten in Twilight.
0: Actually not you're right. Edward. You're right. She's bitten by James. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. But yeah, not bitten in New Moon. Or eclipse. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. But she's thinking yeah. about it. She is thinking about it. So <laughs> She wants it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's on her mind. So yeah. we could call that a bite. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and she's still got the scars to prove yes, it. Yes, so yes. Yes. uh actually our listener dreaming of La Push in Ireland said wow. all I can say is not enough Irish people like Twilight, which maybe explains why our listenership in
0: Ireland <laughs> yeah. is not what we would expect. The F Come on Irish people. Guess our listeners are I was gonna say, guess our Irish cousins aren't listening.
1: No, but didn't we, a good like, when we first... That'd be a good amount of people. First, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, our Irish cousins, I don't know if they're... In, don't think they're into it now, but, like, when we first would, like... Yes. Write letters to them, they were into Twilight. They
0: were. I'm pretty sure Avin was into it. hmm And you read Twilight in Ireland, right? Yeah. Or But Moon? I don't remember... I did read New Moon when I was in Ireland, but... I don't know if I talked about it with anybody... Mm-hmm. I know that sounds weird, but I might have just, like, kept it to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. Interesting. I think that's so cute that someone in Ireland, their username is dreaming of La Push. I know. Isn't that cool? <laughs> that is really cute. So, Italy. Italy. Italia. Italia.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I met an Italian uh, man last night at a bar, <gasps> and he... Uh, he's cool. only here for one more day, and he um, Wants got to see oysters you? with my friend
0: uh, oh. an hour ago.
1: Yeah, no, not with me. So uh, my friend uh, was his tour guide today, wow. like around the city of Boston.
0: So that sounds like such a movie. Like I'm here for one more day. Yeah, literally, Let it's me like before spend it with sunrise. You.
1: Yeah. Okay, so so oh. I was going to say, they're hanging
0: out right now. Wow. (laughs) Is this Marissa? Yep. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Hey, Marissa. (laughs) Hi, she won't listen. (laughs) (laughs) So, our listener, Pau Marti, Marti, said, Mm. I'm from Montepicciano. Ooh, good pronunciation. it was actually shot in New Moon. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Because I think Volterra is very difficult to film in. It's on a little hill, haha. Everyone was crazy for Twilight back in the days. Me too. I've seen all the movies Mm -hmm. at the little theater in my town in Tuscany, and I'm still in love with the books, movies. If you're curious, I did not get to go to the place where they were shooting, but my lovely parents took me on a trip to Volterra. Where oh there was God. a new moon tour. Not so official, but very cool for 12-year-old me. That is cool. That is so cool. We have to go to Volterra. I know.
1: And where, and where they filmed.
0: That would be amazing. Didn't some people from, like, the cosplayers go there? Yeah, the I think they did. That is such a
1: pilgrimage. Yeah. I actually, when I studied abroad, like, I went to Italy. I spent a week in Italy, but um, I, like tried to suggest it to my friend, Mm -hmm. and she's
0: like, um, no. (laughs) Yeah, you were, like, not too far, right? I don't, well, it's, isn't it close to, like, Tuscany, if I'm not mistaken? I think it is in Tuscany. (laughs) So, you were in Tuscany. You were, you saw similar geography. Yes, I've been to Florence. Mm -hmm. I went to Florence, too, actually, so, I guess. Did you? I did. Oh, yeah, in 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 high school, school, right? yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it would have been probably out of the way to ask uh, <laughs> the whole field trip if they could do a pit stop.
0: That would never have happened. <laughs> it kind of sucks. Should like, someday. I mean, it's amazing. I'm so grateful that I was able to go mm-hmm. to Italy in high school. That my parents let me like pay them back or whatever uh-huh. for that trip. But it kind of sucks that the only time I've been to Italy was on a high school a trip school because trip. it was so yeah. like out of my control it was like we're doing this and like we could get like one hour of free time but you got to be back at the bus like you know what I mean yeah like, we couldn't yeah we couldn't do our own thing so and all of our meals it was convenient that they planned it ahead for us but some of them kind of sucked
1: yeah <laughs> like we were just
0: in this weird basement Having soup. And I'm like, hey, I'm in (laughs) Italy. Why am I eating this right now?
1: You didn't have, like, the freedom to be like,
0: oh, let's go to this place. It looks cute. No. (laughs) (laughs) You got to go back. I know. Maybe someday. I would love to. Mm. (sighs) Yeah. So, I Italy's a very big part of Twilight, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Raviolis. It's, it's really story a story.
1: an American, Italian, Brazilian story. It when is. you think about it,
0: it actually is. Is there any other country? Well, I guess people,
1: you know all the characters from all over the world. Yeah,
0: but it's mainly American, Italian, Brazilian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then we have China. Mm-hmm. So
1: Stephanie's Twilight novels they were translated into Chinese. Um, and like the French version, they had detailed footnotes explaining cultural references, including Pop-Tart, <laughs> Slumber Parties, Ivy League Colleges, and Greek Mythology. And some t- took up more than half the page, um, <laughs> and all the books were bestsellers. That's crazy. Yeah, apparently, like, I actually was reading on Reddit that the uh, footnotes were so long that, like, sometimes it was, like, distracting.
0: Oh, my God. That's <laughs> <laughs> kind of cool. Yeah. But I bet distracting. (laughs) And then, as I
1: mentioned, I had that quote from the editor who said that it took until the Eclipse book Mm
0: -hmm. to come
1: out when there was actually even interest from publishers to adopt um, the rights to the translations in China. Mm -hmm. Um, But one also interesting thing about Twilight in China is that in 2019, Lionsgate opened up a, um, resort, I think it's called, oh, or, a theme park called Lionsgate Entertainment World in Henkin Island in China, um, and it has two Twilight-themed rides, um, the Twilight Saga Midnight Sun and the Twilight Saga Bella's Journey, um, and it also appears, like, this, like, layout of it has, like, very much been inspired by Forks. Like, it's trying to replicate it. Wow. So you have, like, Bella's high school and, like, forest oh and, God. like, a truck and stuff. Um, and the ride seems so cool. Like, in, um, the, uh, Bella's journey, I think you go in a red pickup truck as though you were oh in the forest God. and there's, like, trees falling down. Like, you know, when Edward knocks a tree down. Yeah. Um, and then the other one is you're, like, on a motorcycle and I think it's, like, mostly the wolves and stuff.
0: Whoa! How did you see this? I wonder if there's like a YouTube video or something. Yeah, I googled it. I can't tell.
1: Everyone has goggles on, so I think it's probably AI. Mm. Um, or, or sorry, not AI, virtual reality. Yeah. Um, but I couldn't. Cool. I couldn't necessarily tell. Wow. That's so interesting. That'd be so fun. But I wonder why it's only in China. I feel like they could start like really opening up their own. Well, I don't think they have enough movies, actually, to do it yet.
0: hmm It's weird that there's nothing here mm-hmm. in the U.S., I mean. Like, you'd think that somehow Universal would, like, figure out a way to get it, or I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah. I don't know. Guess not. Well, Lionsgate is still a pretty small yeah.
1: production company, right? Yeah. I mean, I think big, so. Yeah, it's big, but it's nothing compared to Disney or Universal. I think they
0: have the Hunger Games, too, right?
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so they have some, a Hunger Games ride mm-hmm. there as well. Wow. Which I didn't look up, but... It's probably really scary. Seems a little disturbing. <laughs> I know. Is there, Are you just, like, literally killing people?
0: <laughs> Children? <laughs> yeah. Okay, Israel. We heard from... A listener taught dot mm-hmm. and they said honestly, Twihards are rare. Most people know it, but it isn't that big. Sad. Sad. <laughs> I cry every time. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else to say. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know. Unfortunately, so like I wish we had more for some of these countries, but it's just, it's really hard mm-hmm. to. To, to search this stuff, guys.
0: <laughs> then the UK. We got some stuff for the UK.
1: Mm-hmm. So Abigail Scattered Good said, I'm from England, and sadly, there's not as much hype. But, interesting, Abigail, I feel like your claim is a little contradicted mm. at times by some other UK listeners. So I'm wondering if it's where you're from yeah. in England.
0: I also feel like... When are we talking here? Like, yeah, 2008, I feel like there was hype. But after that, maybe not. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Because then, fandom Edits Books said, England here, your average person would have watched it and known it. And then, Sim the Boss 2.0. Mm-hmm. Sim. Sim, we love pod, you. <laughs> said they were <laughs> into it in the UK, but more so during the movie era. Mm-hmm. And do you want to read the next one? Mm-hmm. And then Victoria
1: Rowland said, I think the trial experience in the U.K. was similar to how it was in the U.S. All the girls in my ear at high school, were obsessed. I think it helped that Rob was British, too. I was 13, 14 when the first movie came out, so I was the ideal age. I remember we had a reading initiative where we had to spend 30 minutes each day reading a book, and all the girls in my class read Twilight. Our teacher was so perplexed. The boys in our class were quite mean. Mm. They loved to insult the series. They would say, Twilight is gay, which was the most common insult. Very mean. Mm -hmm. I did notice that the popularity waned pretty quickly by Eclipse. No one was obsessed anymore, and it was at the point that I think Twilight's fans had to hide their love of the series a bit more. I guess it's part of the fact that as my peers and I got older, we realized some of the flaws in the series and wanted to distance ourselves from it a bit more. She also says another thing that is that... Another thing is that Twilight definitely brought Mormonism into a public eye much more in the UK. Before Stephanie, Stephanie, I never heard of Mormonism, and I think I read somewhere in the UK that membership of the church increased following the movies. I'm not religious, but I find the whole Twilight-Mormonism link interesting. That is really interesting, like, (laughs) that just Stephanie, like... Existing like in writing a story, like people be like, Hmm, maybe you
0: should (laughs) connect. Yeah, sounds sounds good to me. (laughs) Yeah, and then she said, Oh, and the best thing about being British is that we got slightly better Midnight Sun book covers without Mm -hmm. the huge font. And then I found I never saw this before, ever, it's not even in the guide that there were like original UK book covers. Or at least England covers that are much different. It has like Mm. almost this Tim Burton-esque like illustration of a girl on the cover. And it's like all cloudy-ish and there's lockers. It says Twilight in a red font. It's so different. It's almost like creepy looking. Mm -hmm. Um, And on the locker on the back is like scratched into it. It says like about three things I was absolutely positive like that quote. We scratched mm. into it. And then the new moon. <laughs> That's funny. I know. The new moon one also had these like gothic, creepy mm. people, I guess. It is very Tim Burton. Yeah, I guess Edward and Bella. I don't know. He has really dark hair. Doesn't really look like what I imagined Edward, but yeah. It's different. But then I think. I think maybe later the books mainly sold at bookstores where the hands, you know, the. U.S. covers, but I'm not positive, but... Yeah. Interesting. And then there's... I think... Oh, sorry, what were you going to say?
1: Oh, I was just going to say, a book cover really does have such an impact on impact on how you see mm-hmm. the story in your mind, so... It's true. It's quite surreal that, like, some of these covers were so different.
0: Yeah. Like, here in the guide, there's some that we didn't touch on, like, Thailand, um their covers were, I don't know, they had pictures of people on it, like, they were really Mm. romantic looking, like, Bella and Edward almost kissing, and lots of, like, celestial things, Mm. but weirdly, Breaking Dawn doesn't follow that theme, it's just (laughs) back to the chessboard, but it's white? Yeah. I don't know, and then Korea, I actually really like the Korean covers, I don't know how to explain it well, but the first one, like Twilight, it's a white background and it says Twilight in English, but then below it in Korean with a font and everything is like gold and there's like a little picture of a guy and a girl illustration mm-hmm. and it just looks like very cute and there's like little design yeah. around it.
1: And then new I boom, feel boom. like that's something they could do for like new covers of yes. Twilight, like in all versions. That's like what I think that's actually about it looks very like classic literature.
0: Yeah, we were saying, like, all right, they want to redesign the covers, like, do something creative.
1: Yeah. Like that. That would be beautiful.
0: The Indonesia covers. Wait, isn't that where we... Yeah. <laughs> supposedly Hi Indonesia. Supposedly have a lot of listeners. It's really like? cool. Yeah, those covers are interesting. Um, Twilight, it says it in English, the title, but it has a girl with blonde hair... Interesting, mm, different. Don't know who that's yeah. supposed to be. <laughs> I guess Bella. I wonder if they, I wonder if they translated her to having blonde hair Maybe. in the book. but her hair is kind of like flowing and wrapping around. Mm, the title. It's like Rapunzel. Yeah, and there's like a in a, in the shape of a heart. Yeah, there's a red sky with trees in the background, and then. A new Moon has like a huge moon, like eclipse, and a mm-hmm. girl like lying down looking up at it and I don't know they're just they're very different. It's like a whole scene mm-hmm. going on. yeah, and same with the Czech Republic, they have like eyes and people on like mm-hmm. models on the cover. very different, very interesting, Very cool. I just watched, um, this weekend, rewatched one of my favorite movies, one of my favorite comedies, What We Do in the Shadows, mm-hmm. which is about vampires, and it's a New Zealand movie, and so I we didn't hear anything from anyone in New Zealand, so I don't know <laughs> what the mm-hmm. deal is with Twilight in New Zealand, but in that movie, it's like a mockumentary basically about vampires, mm. and... At one point in the movie, one of the guys is, like, going around Wellington being, like, Twilight, I'm Twilight. And he, like, tells random people. Because he recently got turned. Like, he's a new vampire. And he's, like, really pumped up about it. And he's, yeah. like, you know Twilight? I'm that guy. And he's just, like, telling <laughs> I love that. And then one of the other guys is, like, you're not Twilight. Like, he's so <laughs> mad at him for telling people that he's a vampire. I but should watch it. It's so funny. You should watch it with Sean or something. Like, it's actually mm-hmm. so funny. Um, so... Uh, people know Twilight in New Zealand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I get that from that movie, and I think they liked it, but I don't know anything more about it. I think we have heard from New Zealand listeners. Probably. Yeah, I think we have, for sure. But not this recent
1: poll, right? Yeah, yeah. Not about specifically what it's like over there. Maybe
0: they missed it. You know, it's just it's just a story, just... Just an old, scary story. Yeah. It was only up for 24 hours, so... Maybe some people Just missed it. Just an old, scary story, guys. <laughs> you know what we have to bring back, Cal? We gotta bring back
1: uh, our game. What game? Oh, our game, the word. The word game. I almost feel like we should close out this episode with the word
0: game. <laughs> maybe. Wait, I just opened our poll. We should play mm-hmm. the game, but I just read something that I thought was funny. Um someone said Twilight in French accent sounds like a bit like toilets, toilette and everyone called it Ooh, that. That's funny. Said, oh Lisa. no. <laughs> Maybe that's
1: another reason they changed. <laughs> yeah, well, they would have been the translated yeah, that's true, version. True, true. It's the I guess the English version sounds like toilet.
0: Oh, no. Mm. Oh. Oh, yeah. So, some people didn't say where they're from, but actually, this person, Lumi Vanamo, is from Finland, said a makeup brand made Twilight-themed nail polish. Ooh, I love that. Finland. Mm-hmm. Oh, someone said, sorry, I'm just, like, looking through the messages, anything we didn't cover. hmm uh, Carita de Rosa said, I'm from Ecuador and it was crazy. I remember everyone talking about it. Mm. Mm. In Chile, it was insane. Every teenager and also adult were crazy about the movie and book. Grew up in Puerto Rico. Twilight was huge, but the fandom was the same as mainland USA. Mm. Mm. I wonder what states it's most popular in. I think we could find out for our podcast yeah. at least. Like, I don't know about it as a whole, but I think we can look at states.
1: Yeah. I'm guessing that it was, like, mo- really popular probably in Washington itself and in Utah. Maybe. Um, in Arizona.
0: mm Like how someone said i'm from belgium what would you like to know <laughs> <laughs> oh we i guess i fine. wasn't clear enough <laughs> okay you think we should close with our game oh geez yeah let's give it a go oh jeez.
1: okay <laughs> we let's both come up with a word okay i don't even know if i'll we'll have the answers though yeah
0: do we need to like know for a fact that it's in a quote or just say a random word Mm. Good question. If we were better at the book quotes, I feel like we it would be easier. <laughs> yeah, let's stick to the movie.
1: You have to come up with a movie quote mm-hmm. that has one I think
0: of these words. I used to be better at book quotes. I know mm-hmm. like people have criticized us for not knowing the books as well, I think, right? Would you say people have criticized yeah. us for that? And I feel like it's because kind of the angle of our podcast a little bit is, like, we were obsessed, we still are, but, like, it had been some time, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's why.
1: (laughs) And we're not, like, actively reading it for each episode. Like, we're covering a more broad spectrum, so that includes the movies just as much. Mm -hmm. And I think it can get confusing, like, okay, what's what's from the book or what like the movie does unfortunately like, overshadow your perception of the book cuz you just like experience it more and you can hear it yeah
0: exactly like the quotes just ringing in your head mm mm-hmm. mhm yeah and some of the dialogue is different so it's confusing mm-hmm. but anyway hmm. okay
1: this one might be too easy okay i got one the word is hit h i t
0: um it's too easy, really. Um <laughs> <laughs> hit. Dude, I can't think of it.
1: Okay, I'm gonna give you ten seconds. Okay. Two,
0: three, four, five, <laughs> um does Bella say hit me. <laughs> 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 Did you say hit me? I want to no. feel something.
1: <laughs> she said, or Edward says,
0: Bella, you hit your head. Oh, you're right. Oh, my gosh. I thought that was going to be too easy.
1: I saw. A I, I, I wonder if the character says, it just hit me, like, <laughs> in terms of like realizing something.
0: I don't know. I don't think so um
1: okay your turn guys is that the word guys Mm -hmm. oh wait something just came into my head and then it left us just as quickly (laughs) um guys i'm thinking the baseball scene wait oh my god it's gonna kill me (laughs) I know in the clip, in the Twilight commentary, Rob goes, guys, it's <laughs> all just be yeah. reasonable about this. But, so that's what's coming to my
0: head, but I don't think it's that. Um, now I'm honestly doubting myself with my example. Hmm. I feel like you guys, you guys go on a little push? No.
1: <laughs> okay. Um... Oh, I got it. Bella says to Jacob's friends, you guys know him? That works. In yeah. Twilight. Yes.
0: Yeah. What I was thinking of was, Bella says, I know you guys don't eat. Mmm. Perfect. <laughs> That's good. This is fun. Do you want to do one more? Okay. I, I'm
1: scared. I'll do it again. Yeah, but I'm scared. You got to think of a random quote and then mm-hmm. take a word from it. Hmm. Okay. Let's see. Okay, the word is never. N-E-V-E-R. <laughs> never.
0: What about, I think Jacob says like, I know we hurt you, but Bella, I would never do that. Mm, you got it right away. That's what I was <laughs> <too>. <laughs> I'm sure there's another time it's said though. Mm-hmm. Well, I've never given much thought to how I would die. Da- oh,
1: simple, easy that was a level level one
0: question opinion opinion
1: opinion is this in the movies? Mm -hmm. opinion could be any movie, right? could be any movie opinion Hmm. I feel like Jacob says it. Like I could give less about your opinion, but I don't. Maybe nothing's coming to mind. Um, what's your opinion on opinion? <laughs> Ooh, this is hard. Carla. Car- Car- Maybe. Do you want my opinion? Did someone say, do you want my opinion? I don't
0: know. No. <laughs> I have something in mind, but I'm like, sheesh, I don't know. Okay, I think I give up. Okay, what, what do you have in mind? It's when, um, okay, Bella says, "Poor Angeles, mind if I come? And oh. Jessica goes, yeah, I need your opinion.
1: Yes, that's right.
0: <laughs> oh, my God, that
1: was good. <laughs> I feel like Jacob or Edward at some points is like, I could care less about what you think or, like... Yeah, yeah, less, yeah.
0: Something like that. I think so, too. Mm. But I, I don't... Okay, it. wait.
1: I got one more. Okay. Plane.
0: Plane? Mm-hmm. Are <laughs> you both we got a plane to catch? <laughs> yes! oh shoot that does that was... mean it's the end of the episode <laughs> yeah that was my segway <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah we should go does that feel natural it does it does Yeah. We love you all around the world we love you so
1: much um I was gonna say bye in other languages but now I feel Ciao. not confident um adios
0: over. That's all uh, I can say. Sayonara. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> Peace. Bye. <laughs> you can contact us at another bite of twilight at gmail.com. Or find us on Twitter and Instagram at another Bite of twilight. The music is by Traces. See you next time.